Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan. I'm your host for this evening. Um, and you're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. Um, but it's 2022. Um, this is the first show that I'm a part of in the new year. Um, and I'm very happy to be here. Um, I mean, 2021 kind of went out with a bang and 2022 is kind of coming in in a similar way by the looks of things, um, at least for those of us in, in Ontario and I mean, Canada as a whole, I guess. Um, but I hope that, you know, 2021 um, was fulfilling for everyone. And I hope that everyone um, is prepared and ready to move into the new year. Um, and I mean, if you're not, if you have some worries, um, I know the past few days, things have been a little bit uncertain, um, which has been the trend for the past couple of years. So it's not nothing really new to us here in Ontario um, and Canada in general. But um, if you're feeling, you know, not super prepared for the new year, then you're in the right place because we're actually going to talk about, um, you know, getting into 2022 and how to transform in 2022 and how to get started on the right foot. Um, you know, we're a little bit into the, the year already, but, you know, January 1st is kind of like an arbitrary number. Um, you don't have to start change on January 1st. You can start at any day of the year. Um, and I'm a firm believer in, in that. Um, so yeah, today we're going to chat a little bit about, you know, how to transition from the past couple of years of, you know, um, COVID craziness and, um, you know, uncertainty and, and all of that into a 2022 that, um, you know, we're excited about and that we're ready um, to transform in. And, you know, like I said, January 1st is sort of an arbitrary date, but, um, you know, for a lot of people that sort of signifies a time to change. And uh, with the new year, that's sort of the time when everyone starts to care a little bit about um, self-development, at least for a few weeks. And, you know, we kind of see this trend where people um, are developing goals, whether they're, you know, financial goals or physical goals, mental goals, academic goals, career goals, um, you name it. People are starting to develop their goals or, um, you know, quote unquote, I guess, resolutions as some like to call them. Um, I prefer not to, to go into resolutions um, and maybe we'll chat about that a little bit later. I prefer just to, to call them goals. Um, but you know, we see people creating these new goals and these new resolutions at the beginning of the year on January 1st. And you know, they're super into them. They're really into their growth and development for maybe you know, three days, maybe a week, maybe two weeks. Um, some people can hold on to it for a month and then you know, by the end of February or the beginning of March, you ask people what their resolutions are and they either forget them or, you know, they haven't really made any progress. Um, and, you know, that's that's common. Um, you know, I'm guilty of that, too, in the past. Um, but I've worked really hard on um, creating goals throughout the year um, and at the beginning of the year that um, are significant to me in a way that um, we can carry those throughout the year and not just, you know, forget about them after, you know, a week or two of going really hard um, at our goals and then sort of, you know, letting the steam die down. But I guess the main question here for 2022 is, um, 
you know, we're, we're investing in, in all these different, you know, financial goals and family goals um, and all these different, you know, uh, facilities of our life, but how much are you investing into yourself and your personal development? And that's sort of really what I want to talk about today is it's not always about, um, you know, investing in, um, you know, financial means or investing in stocks or investing um, in, in whatever it is that, that you're, that suits your fancy. It's also investing in yourself as an individual. Um, Cause I'm a firm believer that the investment you make in yourself will give you the biggest ROI, the biggest return. Um, and the more you invest in yourself, um, you know, the greater the outcome is going to be. So, you know, I go into the mindset of every new year um, thinking, how can I make myself better than the year I was before? And what can I invest in myself this year? Um, you know, um, over 365 days. So at the end of those 365 days, you know, I'm a hundred times better than I was, you know, on January 1st. Um, and, you know, I think that the, the main thing with resolutions and the why, and the reason I don't necessarily like to have a quote unquote resolution um, is it kind of, there's this connotation around it that it's, you know, something that has to happen. It's a necessary change that you have to start on January 1st and you have to complete by, you know, December 31st of, let's say, for example, 2022, um, you know, which, you know, that's a, it's a positive thing for a lot of people. Um, but I think if, you know, if you phrase them as goals, just personally, I think that um, it's a lot more motivating than saying a resolution, which is something that oftentimes gets left in the dust after, you know, January and February, and then the busyness of work or school or, or life picks up. Um, and we sort of lay our resolutions down to die, so to speak. So I think if, you know, I phrase them as goals and, and that's how I'm going to speak about them in this podcast, but, um, you know, you're, you're free to call them resolutions or um, whatever it is that, that you would like to call them. But I think the main thing with goals and figuring those out at the beginning of the year is um, it's not necessarily just enough to have a specific goal. Um, you kind of got to get into the why is that a goal for you and how are you going to accomplish that goal um, and sort of what's the importance of that goal for you? Um, because as I've discussed, you know, when it's great that, you know, maybe your goal is, you know, I want to save $5,000 this year um, or I want to lose 20 pounds this year or um, I want to stop drinking alcohol this year. Those are all fantastic things if, if those are your resolutions or those are goals that you have. Um, but I find that once we get into the why um, and the how, that's when those goals really start to become a reality. So why is it important to you to save $5,000 this year? Maybe you have, um, you know, a child that's getting ready to go away to university and, you know, you like to put away some money for them um, for tuition. Or, you know, maybe you're looking to go on a trip with you and your significant other and $5,000 would, you know, be a great deposit towards that trip. Um, or, you know, maybe, um, you're looking to increase your health and fitness. So you want to lose, you know, X amount of pounds, or, um, you want to only consume X amount of drinks per week. Um, sort of once you get into that, why, um, it becomes more real and more important. Cause I can just say, oh, well, I want to go get a gym membership and work out, um, you know, seven days of the week, um, which, you know, that's great if that's your goal, but, you know, if you haven't done it, for the past 365 days, you know, what's going to make you do it for the next 365 days? Um, you know, there is no magical um, occurrence that happens on January 1st that just makes you into the person that 
uh, we all wish that we were, right? It's sort of about, um, you know, really identifying why that that's an important goal to you. And, and if it's not an important goal, then maybe it's something worth reconsidering um, and picking a goal that um, is meaningful um, and will create meaningful change in, in your life. And, um, you know, I think that there's some key ways of identifying sort of what these key goals are that you can implement into your life in the new year, but also sort of how you can go about um, defining these goals and operationalizing them and then even achieving them throughout the year. Um, I know for myself, I have a few sort of tactics that I use. And, and like I said, um, to me, January 1st is kind of an arbitrary date. It's, uh, you know, there's nothing significant about it other than the fact that we give it um, the power to be the start of a new year. And I think that um, the new year is sort of, I guess, January 1st, the start of the new year. Um, it is impactful in that, you know, the changes that you've been wanting to make throughout the year, you kind of get to a point where you're like, oh, shoot, you know, I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Um, it kind of gives you a point to reflect back on what happened, you know, in 2021 and sort of what you want to change in 2022. And that's great. Um, but it doesn't mean anything if you're not going to implement those changes. It's great that you can identify them. But um, we have to go a step further and say, okay, well, how are we going to make these investments in our life? How are we going to shift in a way that's, you know, um, positive for ourselves and our families um, and those close to us? And, um, you know, that's, I think, the, the ultimate goal of, of for everyone coming into 2022, especially with the events that have um, kind of occurred here over the past couple of years, and they don't seem to be going away anytime soon, I know. Um, we were very hopeful that they would, we would see a 2022 without, you know, a pandemic. But um, like I said, January 1st, it's not just a magical day where everything from the past, everything bad goes away and everything good comes into our lives. It's, um, I think a lot of us knew that COVID was going to carry over and it's going to continue to be here. So, um, you know, I think that it's important to also be creating goals that are reflective of that um, and to consider the fact that, um, we're going to be dealing with this for, for quite some time. So, um, you know, we should embrace it more than, you know, complain about it or, or get irritated with it and sort of just see what we can do in 2022, given that um, sort of this situation is, is here that is one that's here to stay for a little bit anyway. Um, so I guess, uh, like, let's get into it. Um, you know, some of our goals for 2021, did we accomplish them? Did we not? Um, you know, I think we're all hoping that there are a few that we accomplished. Maybe you don't even remember what your, your goals were. Um, maybe you accomplished all of them. Maybe you accomplished none of them. Um, and there's, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's okay. So let's set ourselves up in 2022 in a position where, you know, this time next year, we can look back and say, hey, I accomplished everything I set out to in 2022, or I accomplished, you know, most of the things I was looking for in 2022. And, you know, at least I remember all the goals I set for myself in 2022, and this is how they've changed um, over the course of the year anyway. Um, and, you know, one of the main things that I heard in, in previous years, so 2021 specifically, and even back in 2020 was, you know, a lot of people were saying that those two years and, and specifically 2021, just this previous year, um, 
were a couple of the, the worst years of people's lives because there was so much turmoil and, um, you know, unsurety and lack of control because of the pandemic. And there were so many restrictions. And I mean, that was um, something that we collectively experienced, um, you know, as a country um, and, you know, as, as a world, as a nation. Um, and, you know, it's a unique experience because we all got to experience, you know, more or less the same thing um, for the period of two years. Um, and so while, yes, there were a lot of restriction, restrictions imposed on us, I think that a lot of good came out of that as well. Um, you know, you can choose to look at the ways in which, you know, COVID placed these limitations on us and placed these hardships in our lives. And, um, you know, I'm not, you know, minimizing that by any means, we all kind of went through that. And I know a lot of people were affected more than others. Um, but, you know, it's not something that's going to be going away in 2022. So let's accept the fact that, you know, COVID's here for 2022 as well. Um, but let's not allow it to also be another, you know, one of those years that we call the worst years. Um, let's try to make it one of the best because I think that COVID provides an opportunity for unity um, and for people to come together and for us to get outside of our comfort zones and try new things and do things that we have been neglecting to do or we've been forgetting about and sort of reconnecting with who we are as people and looking at, you know, the world in a way that um, we haven't been able to because of, you know, the hustle and bustle of everyday life and, and COVID kind of gives us a break from that. We're allowed to, you know, many of us are working from home. Um, you know, a lot of retail stores are starting to close again. Um, you know, the commercialization aspect of life is sort of getting shut down, which, you know, is kind of a unique experience, you know, um, for most of us in, in society. So let's sort of embrace that and move into 2022 with the mindset of sort of moving forward, um, but also keeping in mind that, um, you know, it's sort of out of our control. So let's control the things that um, we have control over and let's sort of leave in 2021 the things that we don't have control over. And so um, I have a few tactics that I use for goal setting and following up on my goals and keeping myself accountable. Um, and we're going to discuss those shortly. Um, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will get into that. Um, but for now, you're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Ashley Quinn Hogan, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform 
streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, you know, in case you weren't here prior, I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan, and I'm the host, uh, financially speaking, for this evening. Um, before we went on break, we were just talking about um, some of the events of the previous year um, and sort of how, you know, we can transform in 2022 and leave those events in the past. And I mentioned that I have a few tips and tricks that um, I'd like to share with everyone on sort of how to set some good goals um, to find out what's important to you moving into 2022 um, and how to sort of um, not leave those goals just in January and maybe into February, but also just to carry them out the entirety of the year. And I was having a conversation with a friend the other day um, and he asked me what my resolution was for the new year. Um, and I, I was mentioning earlier that I prefer the term goal over resolution, but um, and, I, and I stated that to him and, and said, I just find that goals, you know, hold me more accountable than a resolution does, because it's kind of seems like something that we put on this pedestal that we can't quite reach and that we tend to forget. And um, one of the things I said to him was, honestly, I have one goal this year, and that's just to make 2022 an amazing year. Um, and, you know, I would like for a lot of people out there to also, you know, embrace this goal and to try and have an amazing year, whatever that means for you. Um, you know, whether that's setting financial goals and achieving them or setting career goals and achieving them or setting um, family goals and achieving them, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, I hope everyone, um, you know, has it in their mindset to go into 2022 um, full force to just achieve every goal that they've set for themselves and to set some really good goals. And so I want to talk about um, how it is that you can identify what's important to you and what kind of goals that are achievable for you in 2022. Um, and one of the things that I like to do, and I don't just do this on a yearly basis, I do this on a monthly basis. Um, I just find this a little bit more effective for me. Um, but I call it the CRIPES test and it's C-R-I-P-E-S. And it's an acronym. And it, stand, it kind of stands for, you know, six major components um, of your life where I like to set goals. And I mean, you can set goals in more areas than this or less or whatever suitable for you. But these are the six um, areas that I choose to evaluate every month and sort of set new goals and see, you know, how I'm doing in each area. And I'll kind of break it down into to how this test works. Um, so I'll, I'll start off by letting you know what each of the, the letters stands for. The C is for career, the R is relationships, the I is intellectual, the P is physical, the E is emotional, and the S is spiritual. So, um, you know, at the beginning of every month, but, you know, for 2022, let's say at the beginning of January, um, you know, I sit down 
take, you know, 20 to 30 minutes and just go through this test. And um, so I sit down and I look at all the things that are fall under the umbrella of my career. So for me, I'm a student um, and I consider that my career um, for now anyway. Um, I also am a teaching assistant, so that falls under that category. And then all of the other um, career related, um, I also fit academic related under there as well. Um, but um, this is where you would evaluate, you know, your performance in that category. So um, are you making the amount of money that you're, you're wanting to make? Are you um, at a job that you love and that, you know, lights you up inside? Are you, you know, if you're a student, are you in a program that is going to put you on the career path that you desire? Um, you know, do you have, you know, goals to, to get a raise at work? Or do you have um, sort of a want to excel at the company you're with and, and get a promotion? Um, what do, you know, what does your career look like for you? Um, and what are some of the things that, you've accomplished in that area over the past month or that you would like to do in the coming month or coming months, if you will. I mean, if we're talking about um, the year in general, I guess you could, you could put under there everything that you would like to achieve in terms of career related goals for the year. Um, and sort of giving yourself a grade is what I do is um, I like to see numbers. So I kind of evaluate myself on, you know, okay. Um, you know, I, I'm really doing well at school. I'm really excelling, um, but you know I've sort of slacked on a few of my teaching assistant duties, and I'd like to sort of show up better for that um, in January, let's say. So you know I'm going to give myself maybe an eight out of ten because um, I am doing a good job, but I realize that there is a little bit of room for improvement. So I just I you know I write in there that that's an eight, and then I move on to the next one. So um, relationships. So that's um, your relationship with your spouse. If you have one, um, your significant other, your children, your parents, your siblings, um, your grandparents, your extended family, your friendships is in there. Um, you know, your professional relationships. Um, do you have mentors? Do you have colleagues that you have good relationships with? You know, how are your relationships, um, you know, in the different areas of your life? Um, and also, I like to include in there, obviously, your relationship with yourself. It's one of the most important relationships you have. How are you showing up in those relationships? Um, you know, are you investing time into spending time with your spouse or with your children? Um, you know, are you investing time into having mentors or, or being a mentor maybe? Um, you know, how are your friendships? Are you, do you have lots of friendships? Do you have a few really close friends? Do you have, you know, a lot of not so close friends? Um, and how would you like to see those relationships change in the new year? Um, would you like to have more, uh, really close friends or have more meaningful conversations? Would you like to have a new mentor? Um, would you like to spend quality time with your children more often or with your parents more often? Those are you know, questions you can ask yourself and um, sort of look back on 2021 and, and how were your relationships in 2021? Did you have lots of um, you know, issues with, with your significant other in, in 2021 that kind of have been left unresolved or you know, did you not spend as much time as you would have loved to with, with your children or with your family? And um, that was, you know, one of the things that I sort of, you know, I guess enjoyed about the pandemic. Um, I like to look at it for, as a positive thing um, in some respects anyway. Um, it gave us a lot of time to sort of reconnect with 
you know, we were stuck at home with our families, right? So it sort of gave us a lot of time to build those relationships. Um, and I know for myself, I spent a lot of time um, reflecting on the importance of certain people in my life and my friendships and my family, um, my relationships with my family members and, um, you know, how I can sort of build those relationships and how I can make it a goal of mine to, to really dedicate time and effort into those relationships. And so give yourself a grade out of 10 for relationships. You know, maybe you have a really good relationship with your spouse, but you didn't, you know, see your children as much as you would have loved to um, in the previous year. Or maybe, um, you know, you have some really good close friends, but your professional relationships are not the greatest. So maybe you give yourself a seven there. Um, like you're not horrible. You do have relationships and you do realize the, the importance of them, but, you know, you've sort of uh, been slacking and, and maybe dedicating, um, you know, some good quality time to those relationships. So, you know, what's your score for relationships and score yourself out of 10. Um, and then intellectual is, is the I is the next one that I like to move into. And this one can kind of mean different things for different people. So, um, you know, maybe um, for those of us that are a student, there's kind of a little bit of overlap, but how much learning have you been doing? Um, outside of the classroom. So it doesn't have to be learning, um, you know, academically, but how much have you been reading? How many books have you been reading? Would you like to read more? Um, you know, a, a lot of us don't read as much as we would like to, but if, you know, maybe, maybe you set a goal to read one book a month and that's, you know, at the end of the year, you've, you've read 12 books that maybe when you didn't read last year. Um, so for intellectual, like um, reading books, listening to podcasts, um, you know, watching um, information on TV or on YouTube that's um, fulfilling and um, intellectually captivating, I guess. Um, how much, um, you know, sort of non-intellectually stimulating material have you been consuming? How much Netflix have you been consuming? Um, how much media have you been consuming? Um, sort of questions like that, you know, there's a number of things that could fall under the category of intellectual, but, um, and that's up to you to decide what sort of goes on in your life that um, you would consider intellectual learning. Did you take any courses um, during the pandemic? I know that last year when everything sort of shut down, one of the things that I did was enroll in a few online courses. Um, I know there's a lot of free ones out there that you can enroll in. Um, and, um, you know, that's up to you to look into if, if something you would like to do, but, you know, that's a type of intellectual growth and learning is enrolling yourself in these types of courses, um, or, you know, classes that may have been in person for a little while there while we were sort of doing well, so to speak. Um, but how is your intellectual learning and give yourself a grade out of 10, you know, maybe you didn't really read as much as you would have liked to, or, um, you know, you, you sort of read one book and then you kind of just forgot about it throughout the year. So maybe you give yourself a six in intellectual. You'd really like to improve your intellectual learning a little bit. You'd like to take some courses. You'd like to read a little bit. Um, whatever intellectual means to you, give yourself a grade and, and we'll uh, come back to it at the, at the very end. Um, and then physical. Physical tends to be pretty straightforward. Um, that's, you know, sort of how you feel about your physical health. Um, you know, did you go to the gym? Did you work out? Did you go for runs? Did you do yoga? Um, are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating properly? Are you eating in a way that um, you'd like to be eating? Are you 
um, you know, drinking enough water, are you taking vitamins, you know, those, those sorts of things, how is your physical health and give yourself a grade out of 10. So a grade out of 10. So maybe, you know, you're not eating always the best. I know I can relate to this, you know, um, your meals are generally healthy, but then you, you know, do a few things that you wish you didn't. So maybe that's a, a point of improvement for the next time or next year. Um, or maybe you, you got a gym membership and you went, you know, really hardcore January, February, but then you sort of, um, just didn't go for the rest of the year. So what's your physical health? Like, how would you like to improve that? Um, maybe you're happy with your physical health. So maybe your grades an eight, but you realize that, yeah, you know, maybe I could, um, walk more often, or I could ride my bike more often or, um, go play with the kids more often. Um, there is room for improvement. So maybe give yourself an eight there. Um, and then emotional. So how is your, um, emotional health? Um, in terms of, are you, are you happy? Are you grateful? Are you practicing joy? Um, or are you usually stressed out, anxious, you know, irritated? Um, how have you felt in general emotionally throughout the year? And that's, you know, that's kind of a tough one too, to, to pinpoint, um, because emotions, there's, they sort of cycle, but just in general, you know, how have, how do you feel about, um, your emotional capacity over the past year? You know, has it been generally, you know, you practice a lot of gratitude or um, maybe, you know, you've just kind of shut down with COVID. And I mean, there's no judgment with these. This is just identifying the areas that we can improve. Um, and without identifying them, you know, there's no way for us to improve because we don't know that it's something we, we have to improve on. But how has your emotional um, sort of capacity been over the past year? And give yourself a grade out of 10. So maybe um, you know, generally you had a, you had a good year. You were super happy. You're really grateful for the year that you had, but you know, you do, you were stressed out, you know, 90% of the time as well. Um, so maybe you, you want to work on that by maybe doing some, some yoga or something. Um, so you give yourself a grade out of, you give yourself a grade of eight. You realize that, yeah, things are okay, but, um, I could have, you know, done more yoga or did more meditation. Um, and then the last one is spiritual. And this is kind of another, tough one because it differs for everyone. Um, a lot of us are spiritual. A lot of us um, don't really, you know, practice spirituality that much and that's okay. Um, but it can mean different things for different people. So maybe if you're like religious, for example, that would fall under this category. So, you know, how is your relationship with your faith um, or with your religion or with your spirituality? Um, but also like I like to include under spirituality, um, yoga and meditation to just sort of getting in tune with um, your core and your soul and um, how is your spirituality been maybe you know you did yoga every single day last year um, and you know you practice your faith in a way that was meaningful to you every single day last year and that was great so you give yourself a nine out of ten because yeah you did really well but you know there's still room for you to do a little bit better um, you know I don't think you can ever give yourself a 10 out of 10 unless you're an absolute um, you know perfect being right so maybe give yourself a nine out of 10 there. And then, so at the end of your test, you have six grades. And um, I guess the practice here is to take those six different areas, add up the numbers that you got in the six areas and divide it by six. And that'll give you um, sort of a decimal point that you can multiply by a hundred and you can get a percent on sort of how you're doing. It's sort of a test of how you're doing in your own life. So, you know, maybe you got a 75%, let's say, and okay, that's not a bad score. I mean, you're, you're getting 75% in your life is the way that I look at that. 
Um, and so, you know, on a monthly basis, when I do these tests, I sit down and I, I look at the score I got and said, am I happy with that? Am I happy that I'm living 75% life? So what is that like a B? I think I'm living a B life. How can I make sure I'm living an A life in this, in the next month? And so, like I said, um, you can do this now and, and do it for the entire year. Um, I like to revisit it on a more frequent basis. I like to revisit it monthly so that, you know, I'm setting myself up for success every single month. Um, but that's totally up to you. If you want to try out this little test that I like to do, I find it very helpful. Um, and then I set goals based off that. So, you know, maybe I got a, you know, a six and I think it was intellectual. I said, we got a six. Um, so what goal can I set to make sure that I get a seven next month when I do it? And just to try and increase in each of the six categories by one point. Um, so maybe my intellectual goal is I want to read two books this month. And that's my goal. Um, in my career goal, you know, to get from, you know, a seven to an eight or an eight to a nine to just increase by that one point. Maybe my career goal is um, to, you know, get a raise or to work extra hard or to make sure that I'm showing up 100% at work and not showing up five minutes late, leaving early. Maybe I'm, you know, getting like cracking down and becoming, becoming really dedicated to the job that I'm in. Or maybe, you know, I'm not happy with my job and I want to transition careers and maybe my goal for this month is to set up a plan to transition over the next 365 days into a job that is really meaningful to me so that's sort of how I use that test I go through each of the categories um, set at least one goal that way you have six um, but you can set two and that way you'd have 12 um, but set a goal in each of the categories that you can sort of take in with you into the new year I would encourage everyone to do it on a monthly basis if you're going to try it out um, but if you want to start out by just doing it for the year, um, that's also totally up to you. And that gives you a good sort of basis for forming some goals. Um, I am going to discuss a couple of other tactics that I use, but I think we're going to take a quick break first. Um, so I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspire Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. 
Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Um, before we went on break, we were just chatting about one of the tactics I use to monitor the progress of my goals throughout the year, um, and that was the Cripes test. Um, and just to sort of um, wrap that one up, um, sort of what this test does for me is I do it on, you know, I do it at the beginning of every month and to set my goals for, for the month ahead. Um, and it sort of allows me to, to hold myself accountable and to look at the areas of my life that I feel I need to improve in. Um, but also to get an idea of the areas of my life that, you know, I'm really excelling in. Um, and that's why I sort of use the scoring system. Um, and if, if you'd like to try that out, I fully encourage you to try it out for the month of January and, and see sort of how you feel about it. Um, and it sort of gives you a plan for sort of how to live your life over the next 365 days. It's the same as, you know, um, working for a company and, and having, you know, more morning meetings to sort of discuss how the, the transition of the day is going to going to look like. Um, and so I like to have these monthly meetings with myself to sort of plan out the trajectory of my life over the next month. I like to do it in monthly intervals, but um, you could do it weekly, you could do it biweekly, you can do it, you know, four times a year, whatever suits your fancy. Um, totally up to you. But that's the first tactic I like to use. Um, another thing I like to do as a part of my monthly meetings is on the first of the month, I like to go through um, sort of a little exercise called start, stop, continue. And um, what this exercise entails is sort of going through all of the you know behaviors and the activities and the habits that you formed throughout the year and sort of categorizing them into, okay, what do I need to start doing? What do I need to stop doing? And what do I need to continue doing? So, I mean, maybe... Um, in 2021, for example, since we're, you know, we're talking about the new year here, um, you know, you really had a goal to start, you know, a retirement savings plan or maybe an education savings plan for your, for your children. Um, and that was something you really wanted to do in 2021. But, you know, with COVID and, um, you know, maybe you spent more time off work than you had planned um, and things got busy and things closed and then, Christmas came and you just didn't have time to get around to it and uh, no judgment, totally, um, you know, reasonable and acceptable. Um, but in 2022, you're absolutely determined that, okay, uh, I have to start, you know, saving money for my retirement or for my kid's education. So maybe that goes into your start list. Um, I have to prioritize long-term savings. Maybe that's something you need to start doing. Um, and then maybe also in 2021, you know, you're looking at your, your bills for the month, you're looking at your, your budget over the past year and you realize that, holy crap, I spent like thousands of dollars on Starbucks coffee. I have to stop doing that in 2022. 
um, and I'm laughing because I'm speaking from experience here. Uh, maybe didn't spend that much, but definitely spent a little bit more than I would have liked to on Starbucks coffee last year. So um, if I was doing my start stop continue right now, stopping would be I'm going to stop spending money on Starbucks coffee. Um, and I know for us in Ontario, um, we just sort of, I think starting on January 5th, things are going to be closing. So, um, you know, that gives me sort of a reason not to, to go into Starbucks and get a coffee. I guess I can still hit the drive-thru, but I like the sort of aspect of sitting in there and doing my work. So I think that was the reason that I spent a lot on Starbucks coffee last year. Um, but maybe that's something you're going to stop doing is, is spending so much on Starbucks coffee in the new year. And instead of going, maybe you were going three times a week last year, um, you're going to narrow it down to once a week. Um, and then continue. What are you going to continue doing? Well, maybe in 2021, you started some really good habits. Maybe you started going to the gym five times a week. Um, and for you, that that was really helpful to your health. Um, it was good for your mental health. It was good for your physical health. Um, it was good for your levels of stress and anxiety. And um, you built a lot of relationships. And that's something that you want to continue doing in 2022. And so obviously, you would put that in your continue sort of column or your list. And, and how you set this up is totally up to you. If you do, you know, um, three separate pages and you and you jot things down there or maybe you start by jotting things down and then highlighting them in accordance with you know whether you're going to start stop or continue doing them um, totally up to you but this is another sort of little practice that I like to do on a monthly basis um, but I mean you could start it um, for January and you know just do a general list of what you need to start stop and continue doing for the whole year and maybe you can revisit every month or so to see how you're progressing. Again, totally up to you. There's no rules here. It's um, it's your life and, and you're free to live it and evaluate it as you see fit. Um, I like to do it on a monthly basis just because I find that if I go any longer than that, I tend to forget about the goals that I had. And I mentioned this at the beginning with resolutions, setting them January 1st and then waiting until December 30th to be like, oh shoot, what were my resolutions again I got to get those done in the next 24 hours or else <laughs> but um, so I have to do it on a monthly basis but the start stop continue is sort of um, you know it gives you a good idea of how you've been quote-unquote performing in the last year and sort of how you can improve your you know performance in 2022 um, you know maybe you you want to start um, you know you want to start your own business in 2022 so that's something that you're going to put under the start column, or maybe you want to, you know, stop working for the company that you work for. Um, and maybe that's going to go under the stop column. And, you know, over the next year, I mean, maybe you're not ready to up and just quit today. And that's totally reasonable. But maybe over the next year, you're going to put a plan in place that you can transition from the job that you're currently in into um, your own, your own business, maybe. Or maybe, you know, you had another really good habit of you read you know, 10 pages of a book every single day. And on like average books are like 300 to 400 pages. So, um, you know, within every month you were finishing a book maybe. And um, over the course of the year, you read 12 books and you want to continue doing that in 2022. And, um, you know, you want to get through 12 books this year. So maybe that's something you're going to continue to do is, you know, read 10 pages a day or in the morning or whenever you have time to read. Maybe that's something you're going to continue. Um, and I like to do that in conjunction with the Cripes test that we talked about um, in terms of the goals I set there. It just sort of gives me a good idea of um, how I can make these goals more achievable by what I've been doing previously. 
um, and you know, start, stop, continue is sort of just a great little reflection point for yourself. Um, I mean, you don't have to do both of these things. They're completely up to you. You can do either one or you can do both. You can do neither. Um, that's just, they're just ideas that I'm sharing with you. Um, I like to do both. I like to see the numerical aspects that I assign myself in the Cripes test, but I also like to see um, if I can reflect a little bit more deeply in the start, stop, continue. So whatever works for you, um, try those out. Um, and, you know, maybe you can do them on a monthly basis or, you know, bi-weekly or whatever works for you. Um, I call them my monthly meetings with myself. You know, I set aside, you know, half an hour to 45 minutes to go through these just once a month. And um, I know for some people that might seem like a lot of time, um, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, over the span of a month, you're setting aside, you know, half an hour, um, a fraction of time just to set yourself up to be as successful as possible. So in a grand scheme of things, you're, you're saving yourselves a lot of headache later on. Um, and, um, you know, that's a good way to, to set goals for 2022, I think, is going through the aspects of your life um, that are sort of key to you. So, you know, your career and your relationships and um, sort of how you've been, perform been performing over the past year and sort of locking in some key observations on how you've been doing and, and how you want to be doing um, and why it is that you know, you have been performing the way you have been or, you know, why it is that you want to change the way that you've been behaving. Um, and so that's why I like these little, these little monthly meetings with myself. Um, and that's how I start, you know, my goals for, for every year. And then that's how I reevaluate them through every month. Um, but we are going to take a quick break. And when I get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about goal setting and you know how to really solidify these goals for 2022 and how to use these sort of tips and tricks that I just talked about um, to set some really meaningful goals for the new year. Um, so I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan, you're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Um, before we went on break, we were just talking about um, the second sort of tip um, or the little you know, tactic that I use to set goals for myself um, on a monthly basis. Um, you can also do this at the beginning of the year and revisit at the end of the year whatever works for you. It's, you know, it's all about you and, and, and what works for you. So we went over the Cripes test and we went over start, stop, continue. Um, and those are two of my favorite sort of um, little tests that I like to do 
to do what I like to call like a life audit or a monthly meeting. Um, you know, you can use either one of those terms, but um, I like I like life audit too because um, it kind of implies that you're you're checking in with yourself um, and you're seeing how you're doing in terms of you know, it's just it just adds a little bit of a a fun spin to it. I think so. Yeah, you're having your monthly meetings, or maybe for you it's biweekly, or maybe it's just your life audit. Um, so maybe you're going into 2022 um, with the mindset of I need to do a life audit. Um, and you know, at the beginning of the month, um, I like to do it because it just and I talked about this in, in previous podcasts, sort of the importance of setting your GPS for success is what I like to call it. Um, I don't mean physically programming your phone GPS or whatever. Um, I mean, setting yourself up to achieve the goals that you want. And, you know, because the way I phrase it is, it's great to have a goal. So it's great to say that, you know, over 2022, I think this is a popular one. I think a lot of people like to look at physical health um, goals, but um, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just me. But for this example, we're going to use um, maybe you, you want to lose 20 pounds over 2022. Um, and that's great. That's a great goal that you have. But, you know, how are you going to get to that goal if, if you don't if you don't know the pathway there? If you don't know how that goal is going to be achieved. Um, so I always like that's why I do this on a monthly basis. And even on every morning I, I get up and um, I have a list of my goals and I remind myself of them right until they're ingrained in my brain to the point where I don't have to read my list anymore. I can just recite them word by word. Um, and I think that's an important thing to do for, um, as I said, setting your GPS for success. Um, so it's great. Like, you know where you are now and you know where you want to be, but how are you going to get to that point? And that's sort of what we care about is getting from where we are now to where we want to be. And so having these monthly meetings with yourself, um, you know, sort of gives you um, an idea of how you're progressing on that pathway. You know, are you, have you made any progress forward? You know, have you moved in reverse? Have you moved off to the side? Have you hit a speed bump somewhere? Where are you on this pathway from getting to your goal, to where you want to be at this time in 2022? So, um, you know, that's why I like to have these little monthly meetings. I like to take the list of the goals that I made from, you know, maybe my Cripes test or my start, stop, continue, um, write them out or, you know, type them out, print them out, post them on your bedroom wall or post them on, you know, above your desk or wherever it is that's convenient for you. Print out your goals and revisit them. Um, revisit them every day. You know, take 10 to 15 minutes and sit down and reflect on every morning on, okay, how can I achieve my goals today? What can I do today to progress, you know, towards, you know, this goal that I have or this goal that I have? And um, I think that'll help, you know, avoid the problem of getting to December, you know, which seems like a long way away because we just, we just finished December, but the end of December, 2022, you know, getting there and saying, what were my goals? Now I have, you know, 10 days left to achieve all these goals or else, you know, I'm going to feel like I, you know, I, I wasted 2022 or I failed in 2022, um, you know, set the intention now to revisit your goals every day so that you don't run into that problem. And so that you're programming your GPS every morning. Okay. This is where I am now. This is where I have to be. You're calibrating, you're revisiting your goals. You're setting yourself up to invest in yourself throughout the year. Um, and I think, you know, the main goal 
here for 2022, I'll share my goal is just to make every moment of every day as enjoyable as possible. And, you know, I've revisited that one every day um, from the start of the new year. Um, and every day I sit down and take five minutes and just say, okay, how can I make every moment of today as enjoyable as possible? Um, and that's just different for everyone. That's, that's one of my goals. Um, I think that that's a good goal for everyone to have this year. Um, but don't take my word for it. Um, just, you know, take your goals, set your GPS, set your intentions, and make sure that you're on the pathway that you need to be. Have your monthly meetings with yourself. Or if monthly is too much of a commitment, bi-monthly. Have them every other month or have them, you know, quarterly. Maybe you have them three times or four times throughout the year, depending on, you know, what you need to do for you. Because at the end of the day, um, your goals are in place for you to succeed and for you to improve yourself and for you to invest in yourself. And that's what it all comes down to is investing in yourself as an individual and who you are um, and sort of getting a really good return on investment um, when it comes to your personal development and your personal growth. And, you know, looking at your goals every morning, um, I encourage everyone to do over the next 365 days um, so that you can really set your intentions and set your GPS to where you want to be, you know, at this time, I guess it would be in 2023, which seems like a million years away, but um, I promise you it's not that far. And with everything that's been going on, um, I think that we're in a place where a lot of us have a lot of things that we want to improve in, in the world. And, and that all starts with us. So by all means, set your goals for 2022 pick goals that are meaningful to you, um, but also understand why they're meaningful to you and how you're going to achieve them in a way that is going to be beneficial to yourself and your family and the people around you um, and the world as a whole. Um, you know, and I don't think that um, there's any goal too small or too big to be accomplished. I think that, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things and the way the world is going right now, Goals are super, super important for, for all of us coming into the new year. And as I started this podcast saying, um, COVID is not going anywhere anytime soon. We're still in a situation of lack of control and uncertainty. So let's take control of that which we can control, which is ourselves and our goals. Um, so thank you for everyone for tuning in tonight. Um, I'm Ashley Quinn Hogan. You've been listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I hope you guys all have a great Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.